Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. It is another live on location broadcast. Uh, earlier this summer, we were at the Stanley Cup Finals in Montreal. We were in Winnipeg for the World Junior Lacrosse and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and Argos. And here today, we find ourselves at the beautiful Willows Golf and Country Club in Saskatoon at the Premier's Golf Tourney. And we've got the Premier of the province of Saskatchewan, Scott Moe, with us. You're leading off the parade, Scott, of a lot of our friends coming in here today, so I appreciate it. Are you golfing? Uh, no, not today. No golf uh, for Scott today. It's a big day uh, for us out here, and we're just really thankful to have a nice day at a great facility. Yeah, no, well, this is something. Yes. Man. Now, you told me you're a Saskatchewan farmer like myself, and not many that I know really love to golf, but you said you do. I do love, I, I love to golf. I'm terrible at it, absolutely terrible, <laughs> and I spray into all sorts of bushes, um, but I do love it, and I love it even more now that I'm not uh, paying attention to my score as much as maybe I once did. Uh, well, I tell you what, for this, now, Ken Cheveldayoff has told me, you're, uh, you're a good man here. The amount of golfers here, this is the largest classic in the country? That's a thing? Yeah, we're not aware of uh, a tournament that's larger. We're just under 500 golfers out here uh, today. You know, it's a great day. It's a great day to come together safely, uh, in, you know, in, with given today's, uh, today's challenges. Um, you know, everybody's out having fun, and, and we're going to get out and talk to each and every one of them. Good. Well, and we'll be here for the whole day. And I appreciate the invite. So thank you so much for having us. Now, you and I have had these discussions. You're an Oilers fan. You're a, so sorry about that. You're a, you're a huge. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. A huge Rough Riders fan. Uh, will you beat the Labor Day Classic Sunday? I, I don't know that I'm going to get down to the Labor Day Classic. I'd like to, but uh, I have an opportunity to get home, and I haven't been home as much as I should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm going to try to get home to see my wife. But it's going to be a great day and uh, hopefully win number four. Right. Well, there's two things going on in the CFL right now. There's the football side that's been yes. actually pretty good. You know, the games yeah. have been good. The yeah. Rough Riders are 3-0. and And then there's the COVID situation. And uh, Rough Riders just last week, they and Edmonton were the last two teams to require proof of vaccination and negative COVID tests. Your take on that? You obviously uh, applauded them for it. What took so long, do you think? Well, very supportive of it. And, and, and it's going to take even a little bit more time in order to get all of the metrics in place. And so we started working with the, the Rough Riders organization. And we're working with other organizations as we speak on 
on uh, you, you know exactly how this is going to flow and, and ensure that you know we as as public health and the government are providing as in a seamless manner as we can uh, people to themselves their their proof of vaccination so that they can then provide it uh, if they choose if they choose to at, at this venue and and what I would expect to even be other venues as we move forward through the next number of months. And so there, there is a lot of logistics to it, um, a lot of logistics on the riders, on the Rough Riders organization side as well. And so we're working through uh, that with them. And we're uh, even prior to the announcement. So there, there was a lot of discussion that was occurring even prior to Monday when the Rough Riders came out, um, and that's continuing today. And, and so it isn't, it isn't just a, a switch you turn and away we go. There's a, there's a lot of work, a lot of effort, a lot of people uh, that are involved in this. And so I... Uh, uh, you know the announcement probably took a number of days. The the direction and the uh, you know the effort behind the scenes uh, between not only the Rough Riders organization but other organizations uh, is is uh, you know days in advance of that. Well, you've had some pretty headline worthy quotes over the last what are you saying twenty months since about twenty months about twenty, yeah. and uh, I just remember a few months ago because I got my vaccination. I'm very open about that. I want to work. I want to travel. I want to do all these things. But you said that's not a gamble you want to take by not getting vaccinated. Remember saying that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's not. And, and yeah. nor do I, you know, <laughs> to each their own, but nor do I think it's a gamble that, that anyone should take, not only with your personal health, but with those that are close to you. And, and you know, as, as we're seeing now with some of the numbers that are, that are coming out on, on who actually is getting COVID, vaccinated versus unvaccinated, well, there's, you know, even stronger numbers on, on, on the folks that are unfortunately in, in our hospitals. And, you know, that's something that, that we keep an eye on and keep an eye on very close. That's why we were out this week uh, with some further announcements and uh, you know we we have a healthcare system here that needs to be accessible for a lot more than just COVID. Yep. And uh, you know so those are those are the things that that we're keeping our eye on. You know, um, and by the way, we're at the Premier's Golf Tourney in Saskatoon at the beautiful Willows, and I just want to bring this up to our viewers. I feel like it's just you and me talking, not a national television audience peering in. But I met you three weeks before you became the Premier of the province. That's right at that banquet in yes. Shelbrook. And I always, I want to apologize because I was riddled with anxiety going into that because it was, it was hockey day in Saskatchewan day. It was. And I'm like, you got a football guy up here. What am I going to talk about? I was so ner I was so nervous, but that went amazing. Yeah. Eh? That hockey day in Shelbrook. What was that like? Well, you know, that was our third or maybe fourth event that we had had there. And, and what it is, is, uh, you know, a community that came together to raise funds for their hockey arena. And it, they, they started this essentially a, a week long of celebration, hockey games, and, and it ended and culminated with a banquet that you had uh, so graciously come up and uh, been our guest, uh, our guest speaker at it. And, uh, you know, so it, it, it's a great event for me and um, the community where I live mm -hmm. in Shelbrook. Um, but what I see as in, in my position as, uh, you know, as a provincial politician, it's happening in community after community after community right across this province and in many cases across the nation. And I think it really speaks to the, uh, the, the just the, the, the integrity and, the, and the, 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 the belief that people have in the community where they live. Uh, in this province, and I think it's part of what makes Saskatchewan uh, just so very special. You see it uh, growing mm -hmm. up in uh, in uh, in a rural area. We even see it in our urban centers. And so it was it was great that you were there, um, and you, you you brought the hockey and the football together. Yeah, it worked great. <laughs> it worked great. And yeah. uh, you know, people are just you know happy to to get out. We didn't weren't able to have one last year. I know the organizing committee has probably a year for them to recharge, and they'll likely have an, another one. And 
and that is parallel to so many great events that happen uh, you know right across this province well thanks for saying that and when i heard the edmonton football team was going to be called the elks i immediately thought of you and <laughs> terry simpson right and uh sean steve who's a hockey yes. guy if you know steve was there no trademark on the Shelbrooke Elks senior hockey team? How did you guys feel about Edmonton taking you know, your name? We're, we're feeling quite slighted, actually. And, and, and Sean Steve, uh, who I played hockey oh, growing up with uh, as well, yeah. he was a tank, by the way. Still is. Yes, and, uh, and a great, uh, you know, still involved in hockey uh, throughout Western Canada. Um, but, yeah, no, we, we had forgot to patent the name the Elks, and so we're quite slighted in the community of Shelbrooke. And it's really, uh, you know, back to uh, you, a football guy, coming to a hockey weekend, it's really allowed us to double down our allegiance to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Right. And so, we're, you know, we're always happy to beat Winnipeg, but now we're equally as happy to beat the Elks. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So that was the, the senior team in Shelbrooke, Saskatchewan, yeah. his hometown, the same as Terry Simpson, the former Islanders and Philly Flyers coach, is the Shellbrook Elks. You know, <clears throat> can we talk about the orders for a minute? Because I mentioned we have a brand new sponsor on the program in Explore Edmonton and the Rugby World Sevens coming to Edmonton late September. Somebody wrote in here the other day and said, what do you think about the orders edition of Duncan Keith? And sometimes I wonder how are you able to keep so up on the orders? Because you've got a pretty good knowledge of what's going on there. So how do you feel about the oil? <laughs> this season well we've uh, we've had a, we've had a drought here <laughs> you know it's, it's getting on it's it's, it's we're, we're actually uh, as Oilers fans we're um by default a little bit of toronto maple leafs fans as well because we think if the maple leafs win a cup we'll get one 20 years later right <laughs> but uh you know so we, we we cheer for the maple leaf second which makes doug ford happy but uh, and ken Kovetz and others happy but we do it out of uh, our own self-interest but we yeah it's it's tough eh? you know we we've lost uh, what i felt uh you know a few pretty good franchise guys and Duncan Keith is one of those guys so you know happy happy to see that um, but you know I think back and I had a I had a tough time when Eberly went yeah that, that guy's a, a, don't get me started that is a quality hockey player and a quality individual and somebody that uh, when you get him in your dressing room I don't think you should be sending him down the road for loving or money and and you know even even recently another quality Saskatchewan guy um, you know I, I, I Ethan I, Bear Ethan Bear I mean yeah the guy's got heart. Uh, he's got, uh, you know, a love for the game. He's got a love for his teammates, a love for his community. And, and uh, you know, th those are two guys that I think of just over the last, well, Eberle's a few years ago that, you know, I, it was just a little bit of a knife in the heart when I saw them go down the road. And I thought, you know, what are my guys doing here? Mm -hmm. yeah. But you're still cheering for them. Uh, well, you, it's, it's, if you want to come over to Vegas with me with the Golden Knights, it's really good over there. You know, Paul Merriman switched. Did he? <laughs> Your uh, yeah, health minister. Where yeah. Did, who's he turned for? He's an Ontario guy, is he not? Yeah, but he was a Flames fan, and then he ran over to the Vegas Knights when they showed up. He got on the bandwagon, and he stayed there to his credit, and, and that's good. That's good over it's, here. Life's good over here. It, yeah, and it's 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 tough not to go. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get the loyalty because one of these days it'll pay off. But have you been up to Rogers Place to the? Have you been to a game? I have been to a game. What a beautiful facility! And and you know you were really you know blessed uh, you know to be able to access a, you know obviously a facility like that. But you know also to to look at facilities like that and the design actually the design of Rogers Place is actually much larger than the arena. It's, it's really a hub uh, for for downtown. And you know I think other communities are, are looking at that with a close eye as well. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well. Not far away. I was going to say, are you dropping something here? I just got to say this. The, the last thing I have for you is uh, 
If I'm correct in saying your predecessor, his legacy was uh, resources of this province, left that in great shape. Someone said to me about you that you want your legacy to be the people of the province and leave them better off than when you took office. Is that correct? Because if it is, I would say you're achieving that goal. And I want to say congrats on that. Yeah, I, I, I don't uh, you know, think too much about uh, our legacy. What, what I try to do is, is really think about making the right decisions with what we're, we're faced with. And, um, you know, we're, we're fortunate on, on the investment side. Just the last uh, few months, we've literally seen billions of dollars uh, coming into the province. And, and that is because, yes, we're rich in, in natural resources. But the richest resource that we do have is, are the people. Um, we talked about the, the hockey day in Shelbrooke. That happens across this province, and, and, and that's people uh, putting that together. And that's people that have the opportunity to be employed in this province. And if we can continue to drive that investment, which drives jobs, which drives opportunity for more people to live here and do things just like that, um, we're in pretty good shape when you look ahead. And so whatever the legacy is, uh, that's, that'll be what it is. Um, that's what we're chasing. Well, you're on the right track and have gone a long ways down. Scott, always appreciate our visits. Thanks for having us out here today, and have a great day. You as well, Rod. Thank you uh, for being here, and thanks for all you, all you do for the community and the sports world, um, but also on the community side. It's, it's really appreciated by Thank many. you. Thank you. Premier of the province, Scott Moe. We'll be right back. We're live from the Willows Golf and Country Club in Saskatoon. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and Facebook, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Welcome back, everybody. We're at the Willows Golf and Country Club at the Premier's Golf Tourney. And just ahead of another special guest joining us here at the Willows, I'm going to read a couple of the comments from our viewers uh, watching on YouTube this morning. Greetings from Trois-Rivières, Quebec. It's Eve Ross. He says, and oh, God, would I love to be in Regina this weekend for the Labor Day Classic. So we are previewing all of the CFL's uh, games this weekend. From Cine Girl, she says, good morning from Pittsburgh. Wishing I could be in Saskatoon tune this weekend hope everybody has a fabulous day darren workman watching in salt lake city utah says gotta love live locations lol good morning on a beautiful day here in salt lake city so i appreciate you all watching a sports update a randall grichuk pinch hit sack fly in the eighth inning was enough to give the blue jays a 5-4 victory over the baltimore orioles at rogers center wednesday night toronto infielder marcus Semyon spotted starter steven matz a one nothing lead with a one-out homer to left field the solo shot was Semyon's 33rd of the year tying his career high set in 2019 with the oakland a's the yankees snapped their four-game slide with a 4-1 victory over the la angels garrett cole racked up a season-high 15 strikeouts over seven excellent innings to earn his AL leading 14th victory. Jaron Duran had a tie-breaking RBI single in the ninth and the COVID-19 impacted Boston Red Sox stopped the AL East leading Tampa Bay Rays nine-game win streak with a 3-2 victory. And in the NFL, all-pro safety Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, has tested positive for COVID-19 and was placed on the league's reserve list, though he could be back with the team soon and available for week one against Cleveland. That is a sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and Drive Through Liquor Store for Ballers Rec Room, home of the four hour Rough Riders tailgate party. Uh, get down there noon Sunday ahead of the Labor Day Classic. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. As we said, we're live from the Willows in Saskatoon. We can't stop in Saskatoon without a visit with the Saskatoon Blades head coach, and that's Brendan Sonny, who makes his second appearance on the Rod Peterson show down here at the golf course. How you doing, coach? I'm awesome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> are you awesome? I am. Of course you are. The hockey season's right around the corner. You're at the golf course. Life's good, huh? It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's not raining. Listen, I gotta, I gotta pepper you with all these questions here. I told you before we went to air. I'm kind of confused a little bit. I thought you'd be on the ice today. 
What's the deal with WHL training camps right now? Yeah, um, they're a little staggered. I, I think it was a little bit up to the organization. Um, I know some kicked off yesterday, some today. Um, it was actually on the website yesterday. You can see certain dates that teams are starting. Um, I'm not really up to date on that. Right. What you know when you guys are. Doing, are. Yeah, I yeah, know yeah. when we're starting. Yeah. So you're obviously excited about the challenge in front of you here. I can tell by the look on your face. What's it been like since you've been hired? What was it, six weeks, eight weeks ago? What was the day? I don't remember the exact day. That's but fine. It, but about a month ago or six yeah, weeks ago. So it's something like that. It doesn't but, seem like that long ago. You no, know, it what's it been like for you since the last time we talked? It was the day that you were hired that we had, John. Correct. What you been doing? Uh, the first, I was pretty well ready for my season for uh, my team in France, um, meaning all my systems videos and what we were doing was all kind of in place. So the first couple of weeks after getting hired was getting through some of the, the tedium of systems, exactly how we're going to play. Mm -hmm. Let's get that onto video. Let's get that in a, in a, a way that's intelligible for the players. Uh, so we can just get in in the first two weeks and implement the systems right away. Um, that was the first kind of two weeks. Along with that, calling all the players, uh, meeting all the staff, kind of getting those ducks in a row. Um, once we got past that part, then just all of these little things that come up, uh, how are we going to travel? What does a practice day look like? What's the scheduling? When are guys coming in? Um, kind of getting that going. And then my wife and I got here about a week ago and uh, so I'm in the office now pretty much every day working with Ryan, uh, Dan, Harv, uh, all, all the staff, Carter getting the, the video stuff in place and, and just kind of smoothing out everything so we're ready to rock on the night. Mm -hmm. Well, you just heard me talk about the COVID ravaged Boston Red Sox and Tyron Matthew and the NFL testing positive for COVID-19. Can you please tell me how because I called the games in the bubble last year. How's it changed to this fall? What's life like as a major junior coach dealing with COVID times? Yeah, um, I mean, I guess we're everyone really now has some experience. Um, as we all know now, you know, it kind of goes day by day, week by week. There's different rules that are beyond our control that are implemented and and you just have to kind of adapt quickly and, and roll past it because it is kind of out of our control. Of course, there's been the league mandate that we have to be fully vaccinated to be as a staff or a player or mm -hmm. even game official, things like that. So uh, the hope is that we're not interrupted i mean that's that's kind of the main thing i we just don't really want to get interrupted we want to have a full season we want to have uh fans back in the building we right. want to have fun again mm -hmm. you know well the guy just sitting in that seat before you was the premier who announced as of july 11th all restrictions lifted here but i feel for you guys the sports guys day by day you just said it you don't know what's going to happen in other provinces and other venues but you just got to coach hockey i mean is it strictly hockey or do you have to worry about covid What's the breakdown of that? 50-50, 60-40, 70-30? For me, I, I, don't, I don't think about it very much. Uh, I just more stay on top of it and make sure that we're doing everything we can as an organization and following all the protocols and doing all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, I'm pretty well focused on hockey because that's what's in my control. So I, I kind of focus on what I control. Well, and as the Blades guys know, Darren's the Blades guy. I'm the Pats guy. And we all know that, and it's all fine, right? We're, we're league fans. We get along, but we all, I love the, the Western League, but we all have our teams, right?
normally the Pats blue and white game would be August 31st. That's always the date. And uh, that's when Connor Bedard just got to town was on August 31st. So everything's obviously backed up, Brendan. How's this training camp different from other WHL training camps or any normal training camp in terms of time and on-ice sessions and preseason games? Because we're all looking at this really from the outside. What's it like from the inside? Um, Do you have less time? I, you know, this is... I was in the league five years ago as an assistant coach, but in the U.S. division. So I wouldn't know as well what's typical here. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I just kind of, we have the schedule, and here's, we have four exhibition games, and regular season starts here. Here's our practice dates, and I kind of go from there. Yeah, well, I feel like you would have normally had more exhibition games than that. like Seven, if I recall. <laughs> right. Um, in Everett. Yeah. Um, in in the U.S. division, and so I I think four might be atypical, but uh, but again I I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. So what about your training camp list in terms of players? Is it smaller group than normal? Uh, yeah, uh, I believe so. Again, this is kind of what I've been told, um, and then from my own experience. But again, that's a different organization. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we're around fifty, uh, and I think there would be typically more. Pop but we have three teams. Uh, I think there would typically be four. But again. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what the history would be um, for the different teams in this division. But this is why I know that you're going to be a success, is you're just dealing with the hand you're given, hmm. and away you go. But do you feel like you have enough time to adequately evaluate and prepare a team to open a regular season first week of October? I don't think any coach will tell you <laughs> they have enough time. But, uh, uh, yeah, we have the hand we're dealt, uh, and we're gonna just ready to rock. Um, right. We're going to get things in as quickly as possible. Um, we're going to establish the culture, how we do business. This is what your days look like, and, and let's just go to work. So, um, you know, I, I don't think it's, it's going to be um, in place right away. Um, it is going to take time, especially with a lot of changes to staff, um, you know, new coach and new assistant coach, new athletic therapist. There's, there's going to be changes, and, and there's, there's going to be adaptations, and that's not easy. It's not like you just show a player, hey, this is what we do, and they can just go do yeah. it. You have to practice it. You have to get game reps. You have to do video. You have to practice it again and practice it again and get more game reps. So it'll take time, but, you know, with preparation, with open communication with the staff and the players and, and, and a solid plan for development, um, we're confident that we're going to get a, a real nice team on the ice. Well, good luck with it. I can't wait to watch you guys play, and I always enjoy our visits. Thanks for all the Blades do for us, and I appreciate the time, Brendan. Hey, thanks for having me. Brendan Sonny, the head coach of the Saskatoon Blades, will be right back to the Willows in a moment. We are broadcasting from the Premier's Golf Tourney, the largest one-day classic in Canada. And we're coming to you on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. And we are back for our final segment of Hour 1, presented by Explore Edmonton and HSBC World Rugby 7 Series, coming to Edmonton in later September. I'm going to jump right into this because we don't have a lot of time. The Honorable Laura Ross joins us here at the Willows Golf and Country Club at the Premier's Golf Tournament. I had to write this down. I kind of knew Minister of Parks, Culture and Sport and the Status of Women. Laura, that's a big portfolio. This golf tournament today, like me, you're not golfing in it, but can you talk about the, how nice it is to get out and be able to Absolutely, mingle. Rod. Absolutely, Rod. And it's also, we realize the importance of coming out of COVID, how important sports is. It's really, it's, it's me mental health. 
well-being. Mm -hmm. And we know that, uh, especially parents with children, they really appreciate some of the program we have done as a government. Active families, we uh, help out with about $150 per child to mm -hmm. be able to help them with their uh, either sports, dance, or some organization. And then also to, if a child has special needs, there's an additional $50. So it really helps out uh, families to ensure that their children can participate. Because I think you and I both know that uh, an active uh, individual makes for a really healthy mind. Mm -hmm. So well, we're really important. It was obviously important for you folks, and I mean the government, to get kids back Absolutely. on the playing fields and outside. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have to do it in a safe manner mm -hmm. and, and people are being very respectful and that's that's what's so important is that, like I said, we get our kids off doing things mm -hmm. and it's also, I think it's really good for the family too. So uh, we're really pleased with uh, the participation that we have of uh, families going out into our parks. Oh my yeah. gosh, our parks are packed. And, uh, you know, we know that people like to hike. They like to uh, do uh, all sorts of activities in our province, in our beautiful parks. And it makes for a really good well-being of individuals. I can't believe we only have a minute, but you seem to really love <laughs> your job. I do. What do you love about it? I, well, everything about it. You know, like people <laughs> look and go, man, that's like you said, there's a lot of things on that plate. But it, uh, it's like it was tailor-made for me. All those things, I'm, I'm passionate about what I do and ensuring that our province is a really, it's the place that people choose to, to come here, to raise a family here, to have a good uh, job. And we have the we have the opportunity. Look around. Absolutely. <laughs> it's right here. Absolutely. Laura, I appreciate it as always. Thanks for all you do for us and for what you do for the province and the people. And enjoy the day. Thank you so much, Rod. Next hour, Ken Shovel Day off the uh, MLA, Saskatoon Greystone. We're going to talk uh, Labor Day Classic, Jets, all kinds of things. That's next. Coming up in hour two here on Game Plus TV. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.